Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I don't know what I can say that I didn't already say at halftime. This team's just not that good. They're just not. You lose to a Hornets team that comes in with an 11-game losing streak. 11. That's right. They had only had seven wins before tonight. Second night of a back-to-back. Second night. Second night of a back-to-back. Thank you very much for adding that. 111 to 104. Is this the worst loss of the year? Yes. This is worse than the Portland loss, in my opinion. I agree. agree. Because you already had the Portland loss, Grant. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to say this for those of you that were not with me at halftime. To me, the Sacramento Kings are the Miami Dolphins. You look at the Miami Dolphins record, you go, wow, they're good. I look at the Kings record, I'm like, oh, they're good. Uh, No, they're not. They're really not that good. They're playoff teams, yes, but they're not a threat. You lose to a Hornets team on your home floor, 111 to 104, and you blow the game at the end. I mean, the Kings had the lead for almost the entire game, did they not, up until the last 90 seconds? Yeah, they had the lead right up until the end, entire second half. And what are we going to blame this one on? Oh, gee, they got back from a road trip. Oh, gee, you know, it, uh, it's, it's the New Year's. And, you know, when you're at home on New yeah. Year's, with the college football games, it can be. No, there are no excuses. Okay? There are no more excuses. Yeah, I, I'm looking at the big picture. I know the Kings are 19 and 13. I get that. But in the last week, the Sacramento Kings have lost to a team on their home floor that only had three home wins and the Portland Trailblazers. All right. Tonight, they just lost to a team that comes in with an 11 game losing streak. Don't tell me that this Kings team doesn't have issues. They have issues. Wake the hell up, please. I don't think anybody's arguing this team doesn't have issues. They do. I I think the problem is, Grant, it's a good team. They are a good team, but they are that sports car that takes about $450,000 of service every single year and you drive for about 30 seconds. But damn it, Grant, that 30 seconds is amazing. And and that's what you get on a nightly basis. You're either in the garage. I'm done with Harrison Barnes. I'm done with Harrison Barnes as a starter. Done. Get him out of the starting lineup. Done. I'm tired of talking about it. And I love Harrison Barnes. Understand how hard this is for me to say. I love the guy. He needs to be out of the starting lineup. I don't care who you start. 
I don't care if you start freaking Davion Mitchell at the four. I don't care who you start. Okay. I don't care if you take your smallest guy on the team and put him on the front line. I don't care what the hell the guy's name is. Harrison Barnes should not start anymore. Okay. He played 24 minutes and has two points and one rebound. You want to know the truth? I'm 64 freaking years old. In my heart, I believe if you put me on the floor tonight for 24 minutes, I would have at least one rebound. Okay. I'm tired of talking about Keegan Murray and his inconsistent play. One of six from downtown, all right? He had 10 points. He was a minus eight. I'm done talking. How many times do I have to come on these shows and talk about Barnes and Murray inconsistent? Inconsistent play of those two. I can't get on Kevin Herter anymore because he got yanked from the starting lineup, all right? But coming off the bench doesn't seem to make any difference for him. He had four points in 12 minutes. The Kings team needs a change, period. They need a change. You can't tell me that, gee, it's just one of these things. Uh-uh. There's issues with this team. All right, that's my rant. Go ahead. Uh, maybe the Kings team needs a change, or maybe we need to change our expectations of this team, Grant, and our expectations for Kevin Herter and Harrison Barnes and Keegan Murray on a nightly basis. Are we thinking these guys are better than they really are? Yes. Uh, that that may be part of this equation because of this sample size we know is last year. You got two players. Uh, well, and I, I'm going to include Monk, even though he was bad tonight. You got three guys. All right. You, you have Fox and Sabonis who show up almost every night. All right. Look at the, the. All right. So let's go over these numbers. You have Fox and Sabonis who show up every single night. And for the most part, Monk. Look at that. Look at that fourth quarter scoring, Ryan. 36 to 26. You got outscored on your home floor by 10 points tonight when you took a lead into the fourth quarter. Yeah, and and you only put up 104 for the game, Grant, on your home court against a team that does not defend well. But you talk about Mr. Clutch, Aaron Fox. He does show up in the fourth quarter, and as you point out, only yep. 26. And Sabonis was not good tonight, all right? He had 11 turnovers. I don't care if he had 19 rebounds. Well, I do care that he had 19 rebounds. I, I don't want to slight the guy. He's a hell of a player, and he's a legitimate all-star. But he had 11 turnovers. So I don't know if he had grease on his hands tonight or what the hell the problem is. But you can't be turning the ball over 11 times. No, he just didn't look comfortable. No. It looked like the physicality was getting to him a little bit. It looked like he was taking the brunt of the punishment down low. But the Kings had an advantage down low, and they still weren't able to fully exploit that despite out-rebounding. Charlotte tonight. All right. I'm getting someone that says that Del Curry on the Charlotte broadcast said, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. I hope he didn't do that. I love Dell. I know Dell very well. Big fan of Dell. Uh, I hope he didn't use my line tonight. Anyway, I'm glad you're watching the Charlotte broadcast, though. That's a very smart move. I would at least applaud you for that. 111 to 104. Worst law. So you think this loss is worse than Portland, correct? Yeah, Grant. This is why this loss is worse. Portland, okay. you can point at the three-point shooting. You can point at little things here and there. I look at the stats for the Kings tonight. What am I pointing to? Field goal percentage, 44%. Okay, threes, 38.9%. Heck, they got to the line 17 times, didn't shoot it particularly well. We already no. talked about the rebounds. They out-rebounded them. So... They played a consistent game with a team that's lost 11 games in a row. 
So was this a consistent game? I think so. And they still lost. They led. There was just never a sense of urgency, more of a sense of we can turn it on anytime. And unfortunately, sometimes they cannot. And I'm going to tell you, Charlotte last night played in the Mile High City. Yes. They were, in Denver. they were in Denver last night. Yes. That, you know that Denver, that's a long flight. That's a, that's one of the toughest back-to-backs in the NBA. It's a hard airport. An hour. That's brutal. All right. It's 45 minutes to the airport with the headwinds this time of the year. It's about two hours and 20 minutes. Okay. They played last night. They played last night and they come into your house and they, and they have an 11 game losing streak and they beat you. Are you freaking kidding me? Seriously? Awful. And by the way, Orlando is coming in here awful loss because the Warriors are going to beat them. All right. And Orlando record wise is nothing like, you know, sneeze at and right now sacramento shouldn't be taking anyone lightly because guess what they once again show that they can lose to the worst freaking teams in the league yep it's part of the formula grant it's part of sacramento basketball and it was last year in particular with their successes um it's just we keep talking about it we keep trying to put our finger on it grant what's different what is it partner very simple to me all right and I think Anita makes a good point. I'm going to answer your question. This loss is worse because it shows they uh, didn't learn from yes. the Portland loss. They did not come ready to win. They took Charlotte for granted, as they often do with lesser teams. Okay, so you ask me what's different this year. To me, it's very simple. On most nights, three of your five starters, you have absolutely no idea what you're going to get from them. I made a comment for those of you, and by the way, thank you very much for joining us, and Happy New Year. Love to have so many people here. It means the world. Subscribe if you haven't already done so. That would make our new year really good. Subscribe, hit the like button. If you were not with me at halftime, I I made this comment, because I got a, a very good question, Ryan. Grant, you don't think that this year's team is better than last year? And I said, on paper I do, but no, I don't. To me, 12 months ago, the Sacramento Kings were a better team. I felt more comfortable about them. To me, they were ascending. I really felt like, wow, there is something special going on here. I understand the Kings right now are 19 and 13. And I look at the big picture more than I look at the record. The big picture to me is that over the last month, if you want to just take a random four-week sample size, the Kings have had a lot of bad play, Okay. Yeah, they've won some ugly games. The Atlanta game, they were dreadful in the first two quarters. They were horrible. They embarrassed themselves. They found a way to win. That, to me, doesn't erase the fact that they still have problems. There are some real issues on this Sacramento Kings team. And and you know what, Ryan? You made a good point last week. You said, or maybe it was two weeks ago, you said, Nate, something just feels different about this team. I can't really pinpoint it. I can't either. Something just looks different, feels different about this team compared to 12 months ago. Yeah, it does. And I mean, granted, the rest of the league has had time to catch up to what Sacramento wants to do, and they've planned for that, and in some cases executed. But when you look at this Kings team, it's just, I think, Grant, they don't believe. So they believe in their coach, their coach of the year. Yes. They believe in him. Yes. But it looks like a team that does not believe in whatever system or scheme they're running. Because last year, Grant, they were playing. They weren't thinking. They were playing. They were reacting. Yeah. 
And it, it, it that's what made it so fun. This year, they're just kind of, do I go here? Do I think about this? Do I make an extra pass? Passing too much. And it just, it looks like they're not on the same page. It looks like a guy that can't shoot a jump shot, but his coach is telling him, keep doing what I say. Keep doing what I say. And it's going to come through because they trust coach. But for us watching, we're questioning, is this going to come through? Spot on. Very well said. I'll tell you right now, I wish I was at Bennett's and I just ordered my uh, New York steak uh, with a beautiful side. I would love to have a glass of red wine. They have over 60 different types of wine available by the glass. Bennett's for you. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. Three locations, Sacramento, Roseville, and the West Side Grill at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. Again, go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. Make a reservation. Check out their menu. Don't forget about their weekday happy hour specials on appetizers and drinks, their weekend brunch, the weekend prime rib. It's all there for you at Bennett's. Three locations and their newest Bennett's West Side Grill in Rockland. Kings lose to a team that lost 11 games in a row. All right, 111 to 104. The Kings crumbled. They fell apart in the fourth quarter, particularly in the last couple of games. They absolutely crumbled against a bad team. Let's make no mistake about it. They lost to a bad team, okay? They lost to a bad team. This isn't a team that's anything other than bad. And how about the turnovers tonight? We talk about taking care of the basketball. 23 assists and 20 turnovers. Ryan, come on. 23 assists and 20 turnovers. You're not going to beat the bad teams in the league. Never, never. It should be 30 and 12, 30, 13. That's winning basketball for the Kings. Um, it's unexplainable. It just doesn't make sense, but that's this team. Here's what we talked about again at halftime. This team is like tissue paper. They're not tough. They get manhandled, right? They, they, there's, the Kings, again, Ryan, we keep talking about this. They can only beat you one way, right? They can't it's beat the you any other way than making threes. They don't have any other way to beat you. Well, great. And so that's the thing. And when we talk about the way that teams are defending them differently, the Kings don't have a mid-range game. 28th no. in the NBA, mid-range. So now you sit back and you either let them be their own worst enemy if they're not making the three ball, or you collapse when they drive. And there's no threats in between. So that's just one thing offensively, Grant. It, <laughs> well, it's if, different. This team it, loses, it, if this team loses tomorrow to Orlando, and we know the Kings have been horrible awful. on back-to-backs, panic is going to set in in Sacramento. You watch it, okay? And here's the other deal, all right? Now, Orlando's playing. They just, they're losing. They, I think their game is over. I think that, uh, well, they're go well, it looks like they're going to lose. With set. They're going to lose. I just don't know the score. They're going to lose. Fox played 38 minutes tonight. Sabonis played 35. Murray played 37, right? Duarte played yep. 30. So, you know, again, and it's not like Orlando's coming in fresh, but was Charlotte fresh tonight? They played in Denver last night. How would I have any confidence in the Kings tomorrow beating the Orlando Magic? None. None. Um, you, you would be blind to bet the Kings to win tomorrow night, regardless of who they're playing, Orlando Magic, Milwaukee Bucks, it doesn't matter. Back-to-backs are a problem for this team. So if we're going to turn a negative into a positive, it becomes this. Your opportunity to correct that problem for the first time this season is tomorrow night against Orlando. You got Paulo Bancaro coming in town. He played 34 oh minutes tonight, right? I mean, 
this Orlando team, the way they shoot the basketball, the, the Kings think they can shoot the basketball and get back in it any time. Watch out for this Orlando team, too. Yeah. Wow. I'll tell you right now, if I were at the game tonight, I would I would have been booing the Kings. I would have been booing them at, in the fourth quarter. I, w- I would have been no. booing them. But you're booing for the overall situation with this yes. team as a whole. You're not booing for this situation tonight because, again, nothing stuck out bad. It just looked like they played an even competition team. Yeah, an even competition team that came into uh, the game at seven wins and 24 losses with 11 straight lo- with eleven straight losses. So that's exactly what it looked like. But yet the Hornets have one of the worst records in the entire league, and they came in there to your gym on their second night second. of a back-to-back, and they beat you. How about that? Second night. I, I, what's in Denver. The, I, in, I know. I know. But you see the two best centers in the league at that style of basketball back-to-back nights. Good luck. Wow. Hey, I want to tell you about New Works Plumbing. If you have any plumbing needs or concerns, make sure you go to New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. Go to SACServicePlumbing.com or call the number on your screen. They're available 24-7 for all of your plumbing needs and repairs. That's SACServicePlumbing.com. New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. I don't think there's any fix for the Sacramento Kings. I mean – they just they they do not come ready to play against inferior teams. And we've seen it. And we see it time and time again. We saw it last year. How many times did we have to come on after a bad loss at home? Too many. We were in the last week talking about a bad loss in Portland against a team with only three home wins. Kings were lucky to survive in Atlanta against a team that only had four home wins. Tonight, you're taking on it. You Ryan, you couldn't have the table set any better than tonight. No. You couldn't. No. And you didn't take advantage of it. Nope. It, it just shows us. And when, when you hold these timelines next to each other, with, because this team ran it back, it shows you those little problems these teams had are very similar because those games, again, inferior competition, losing on your home court. I've been talking about this for the whole season. There are red flags on this Sacramento Kings team. And if you don't see them, you're walking around with blinders on, folks. And I know most of you do. And most of you are very knowledgeable. And you get that. And the reason, listen, am I happy that the Kings are 19 and 13? Yeah, I'm very happy. I think it's great. I really do. But the expectations are now different for this team. And to me, last year's team was better than this year's team. And right now, and I know it's only January 2nd, I don't really, barring a trade, I don't really see this team getting any better than where they are right now, which means I don't think they could win a first-round playoff matchup if they make the playoffs. And I'll tell you, if De'Aaron Fox turns his ankle or goes yeah. down for any period of time, you're going to fall, okay, big time in the standings. Good night now. <laughs> you're not coming back from that whatsoever. I mean, this is a team that could make a playoff series interesting if they're shooting the three ball well. But to say you're going to win four in a row in this, the way this team's made up now, no. Love everyone being here. If you are joining us for the first time, please subscribe to the channel. That way you'll know when we do content. Got a busy day tomorrow. Sean Salisbury at three talking NFL and, of course, the college football from yesterday. Jerry Reynolds tomorrow at four right here on If You Don't Like That. Then Ryan with the pregame, Jerry Reynolds at halftime, and then the postgame. So, That's a lot of content tomorrow right here on my YouTube channel. Five shows, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 
6.30, roughly 8.15, roughly 9.15, 9.30. Let's do it. Let's go. Rolling our sleeves up, right? Hey, listen, if you don't like my negativity, I would suggest you go find one of those other cupcake shows where they're going to kiss your ass and tell you how great everything is, okay? I, I don't I do not do that, okay? I tell you exactly what's going on, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whatever the case may be. So your, your choice. You don't have... I'm not putting a gun to your head saying you got to watch my show. If you don't want to hear my negativity, don't watch. You know, you, how can anyone be positive about tonight's game? You just lost on your home floor to a team with one of the worst records in the league who played last night in Denver and had an 11-game losing streak. So you you help me out here. You're positive? Tell me what you're positive about after tonight's game. And you didn't even play bad statistically. That that's the scary part. You didn't statistically play bad. Frustrating, you know. All right. So it, people it, keep on asking me, what will the move be made, if any? I can't speak for Monty McNair. I don't know. I, I I really don't know what the moves would be made. What I do know, in my experience of being involved in the league for decades, generally, the deals that you think are going to happen never do happen. There you go. That, that's the best answer you can probably get now. I I think that the players that are being talked about right now, although not playing well in Sacramento, could play very well somewhere else. So their value still might be there, but how different would this team be? And this team doesn't really have a lot of draft capital or at least upcoming draft capital to offer and that's going to be really big with the new cba rolling into effect next year yeah 111 and 104 the uh final we do appreciate uh all your comments even the ones that don't make any sense but um <laughs> you know i appreciate that i i do appreciate the fact that you're spending your time right here uh on most nights with me and ryan we 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 are very happy to have you here and you know lydia says positive Trade deadline coming. Yeah, well, Lydia, who's to say that they're going to make a trade? You know? All right? It was the holidays' fault. I, I would agree with you. Blame it on the holidays. Yeah. You know? Even though they stayed in the same time zone, they're jet-lagged from their hours just being up when they should be sleeping. Uh, Grant, I, you know, that's a tough ask. Tough. Charlotte, tough. Last, last night at this time... Okay. Last night at this time, the Charlotte Hornets, okay, were still in Denver. They were on the bus last night at this time. And I'm well aware that there's an hour difference. Were close to boarding their aircraft. Okay. Probably pulling up through security at Denver International Airport, getting ready to go on their two-hour-plus flight, getting to their hotel in Sacramento roughly around 1.30 in the morning after playing in Denver. Mm. 11 straight losses. They beat you tonight on your home mm. floor. So I help, I ask you, to all of the folks, just nearly 500 here on YouTube and thousands more on X, what are your positives? that you're finding. Tell me what positives you see, because right now I didn't see any positives from tonight, tonight's game. None. 
You lost a game that you absolutely positively should have won. No excuses. And you lost. And that game's gone forever. Okay? Gone forever. Gone. You're never you're not getting it back. Brute. No, you're not you're not getting it back. But at what point does this team start learning a little bit? from what they've seen over and over in front of their faces all season. So it already started with Kevin Herter's job. What's clear now is there might not be a spot for Kevin in this rotation. It's just the way it is. Um, so we're learning all these different little things. Does Duarte stay in that position? Maybe not. Barnes, does that change? Maybe so. But there needs to be a level of accountability, Grant, just somewhere, whether that's with the press asking Coach Brown, why has this not changed? Good teams to very good teams don't make a lot of lineup changes in the middle of the season. If they do, that's not good. So I, I agree with you, something needs to be done. But the fact that we feel something needs to be done tells you that the pieces that Monty McNair has given to Mike Brown, they're not enough. He's got to, once again, great creative and bring in the the missing piece or pieces. Because to me, it's not there. And I've been talking about this, Ryan, for a couple of months now. You made a great point a couple of weeks ago when you said, Napes, I can't really put my, my finger on it, but something's missing. There's just something not right about this team. And I concur with you. There's something not right. There's not. Monty, I would be surprised if he doesn't have a plan, but – this is where you bring this up, Grant, all the time. A meddling owner. As losses oh. like this start to pile oh up, does oh Monty start to all of a sudden get pressure to make a move if it's a player that he doesn't necessarily like? There's a, lot that, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that fans have no freaking idea about. And I'm telling you, I lived it. You wouldn't believe it. So all of those things do come into play. What I do know right now is somehow you got to get ready to come out and play a team that lost tonight, all right, in San Francisco, 121 to 115, who they're going to be ready to play. Will the Kings yeah. be ready to play? I don't know the answer to that. Well, again, going off of the numbers this year, second night of back-to-backs, they are not. So, hopefully. 0-4. Correct me if I'm wrong. 0-4, I believe, is the number. But not one of those games have the Kings been competitive in. No. No. Not not even close. They've been blown out some over early in the third quarter. By the way, Mr. Serbia checking in from Belgrade. Grant is right. Please, Grant, read this in Serbia. The players would stay on the line with their heads down in front of the crowd, booed so effing long. Problem is, USA eighty percent golden one will forget. Guess what we guess what we have in common, me and Mister Belgrade. We What's share that? the same birthday. His birthday no. June eighteenth. Mister Napier June eighteenth. No way. Yep. yep. How about that? Yep. I have zero confidence the Kings will win tomorrow. Might not even watch. Well, then you're not a fan if you don't watch. Carf's a fan. No, he he's a true fan. Well, I mean, if you're not going to watch, then you're not a fan. He he just needs a little cool down period. He'd be watching. You, know, you got cooled down. You can cool down for 21 hours. Then you got the game starting yeah. at seven o'clock. You know. There you go. Plenty of time. Isn't it amazing, uh, though? 
how a, a, a loss like this affects your mood? Yeah, and especially when you see when it's a loss that you can see coming. That makes right. it twice as bad. But yeah, it affects everything. And then it affects those that are trying to be positive about the situation. It affects them as well because everybody's like, what the heck are you talking about? So I, I don't know. It just, but Grant, here's my problem because I can't answer it in my head. Do you think this team's upset about it? Um, they better be. Well, see, they better be. Well, I mean, if not, we got a real problem, right? Well, yes. But yep. again, the numbers show us that there's a problem already. So it's well, again, I, I keep on talking about this. The best comparison I can make to Sacramento, they're the Miami Dolphins of the NFL. Look good record wise, have games where they can score 70 points like they did against Denver. And you're like, oh, wow. But then if you look at them and you look at their game to game, they're really not nearly as good as their record would indicate. To me, Sacramento, very sexy. Fox and Sabonis, when they're on, it's a beautiful game to watch. But it doesn't happen enough. And quite frankly, and I talked about this earlier, there are many teams in the West that I don't think they would beat in a playoff series. And I, I, I'm concerned about that because that this season needs to – you need to get past the first round this year. Yeah, you do. It Again, doubling it down to bring those guys back, you have set that bar, and I think it's realistic to expect that they do. Um I just I think it's one of those things where this team's just going to have to figure out what that next step is. And is it fair? Because you say it's a beautiful thing to watch Fox and Sabonis yeah. do their thing. We also should be fair and say we've seen games where they're doing their thing, but the coaches just don't go back to what's working. They change things up. And we saw or the whole idea of this offense is supposed to be free flow, right? Yeah. So that's for a fan. I think that's what's very frustrating. Really appreciate uh, the uh, individual that reached out to me and Ryan uh, a couple of days ago talking about their visit to uh, Calusa Sunrise Blazona Development. Uh, I told Dennis about that and his staff, and they were very appreciative of that. Uh, the Sunrise landing in Calusa with six models to choose from. First phase already sold out. No Melaroos, uh, no homeowners at Sunrise Landing in Calusa. And again, if you go to calusasunrise.com, you can get all the information. That's calusasunrise.com. And Sunrise Landing, a project from Blazona Development. Not a lot to be thankful for tonight from the King's perspective. Uh, they, 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 this, I don't know. Have we said it three or four times this year? Gee, it's the worst loss of the year. This is right there, isn't it? Yeah, and there's been some stinkers. I, I yeah. think it's it's number one, and then yeah. number two right behind it's Portland. You how know, many how I many good we, games right. can we What's think that? of? How, how many? What? Think about this. Think about this for a second. We're naming yeah. the bad games they've had this year. How at many Minnesota, good games can you? At remember? Minnesota, I thought was a very good game. I thought Oklahoma City, not the first time, the second time was a very good win. I thought they played very well. Okay. Um, those two stick out in my mind. And I thought Dallas. going down and I thought going down and beating Dallas the way they did yep. was a very good win. Now Dallas had played Milwaukee the night before. 
And Fair. so the Kings had the table set as well as you could, but I still thought that was a good win. Those are those are the games that stick out to me currently. Yeah, I, I think that's a totally fair list. I think Minnesota is probably – and you think about that Utah game. Now we know Utah, not for not real, good. but no. um, the Kings played really well that night. Um, and we thought we were off to the races. But I there's nothing really outside of that that jumps out no. to me. And I know there there's one or two here and there that we're missing. But And by the way, Orlando tomorrow, they're a pretty good road team, 7-10. and 10. So it's not like they can't win – on the road. And if the Kings, well, if you can lose to Charlotte and Portland, you can lose to every team in the league. All right. I mean, Portland, by the way, has the second worst record in the Western conference and they beat the Kings and they beat the Kings under man. They beat the Kings with ease last week. Okay. I mean, you got to get better, you know, and we appreciate the fact that you want to hear the truth. I'm not sugarcoating anything. Ryan's not sugarcoating anything. If you think this team is just fine and dandy, that's good. You know what? And uh, here's NBA guru. Always have an awful loss once a week. I mean, I'm so mad right now. I threw my phone at the TV. Worst start to the year ever. I'm never going to get a ring like the Kings. No, you're not. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. You know? Zach, I appreciate you, man. Happy New Year to you, NBA guru. Happy New Year to you. Yeah. But, you know, we're telling you the way it is. I've been talking about – I talk about this even after the wins. I just do not like what I'm seeing with this team. I don't like the Jekyll and Hyde from game to game, quarter to quarter. I I don't like it. It's a a concern, you know? Yeah, and there's also on top of that the concerns that come along with being a three-point shooting team about having slow starts and having it affect you because you don't see the ball go through the hoop. All that's been happening with this team as well on the peripheral. And, you know, to see them only have – or the other night, it just – there would should have been more points in Memphis than they had. I don't know. I don't even know Terrible. what else to say tonight. Do you I, do you have anything else you want to add? Because I I am I've I've covered everything I want to cover tonight. I I don't know which Sacramento Kings team is going to show up tomorrow. Last year, for the most part, I felt I knew which Kings team was going to show up. Not all the time, but wow, 
I don't know what to say tonight, Rhino, and I don't know what to expect tomorrow. 24 hours from now, are you and I are going to be talking about another loss, or are we going to be talking about, gee, you know, the Kings woke up, they came out, they finally won on a second night of a back-to-back, and they looked like a team. They looked like they wanted to be on the court together. I don't know. Do you know? No clue. No clue whatsoever. I mean, I hope we get that 30 assist, 11 turnover team um, that's so fun to watch. But it's one of those things that that goes towards the idea that a move is coming or should be made to shake things up. Don't let the record of 19 and 13 fool you. That's the message I've been giving you. Grant, they've had good wins, though. The Miami analogy works on a whole, but the Kings have had really good wins this year, too. But they've had more bad losses than they've had good wins. Yes, exceedingly. But they did that last year as well. The Miami Dolphins have had more bad losses than good wins. They haven't beat really a team that's good this year. And so you can't really equate football to basketball because you only play one game a week. But the point is... I get it, yeah. Don't let the record fool you. When you're 19 and 13, because Ryan, when you're 19 and 13, you should have more good wins than bad losses. Well, I would think most of the people that are joining us tonight, and thank you again, would would agree that the Kings have had many more bad losses this year than good wins. I find that very disconcerting. Yeah, I'm 100% with you, Grant. And again, when the numbers bear out these concerns, I mean... Those concerns last year were there, but the numbers are bearing it out this year that it, it's just unexplainable. I'm going to throw one more thing up. This is for the season yep. um, for us to look at, but just the wild inconsistentness with this team between wins and losses, which you see right there. Home and road been about the same this year. Home performance has been better, but they just they're wildly wildly Jekyll and Hyde yeah that says a lot those numbers digest those for a minute you know I'm looking at them as well I mean 30 plus games into the season the numbers 30 plus games into the season the numbers don't lie so so that's why the 19 and 12 on the record is you know it's deceiving because when you're 19 and 12, you don't usually see a 20 point differential between wins and losses and right. yeah. points. Trying to take this uh, logo off there. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that will do I, it to you. I appreciate you putting that up on the screen because that is very telling, you know, very telling. Any final thoughts? No, I, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow i, I want to see how this team bounces back and i also want to see how mike brown bounces back i don't want to see him come out and have rotations the same like he's had as this team does these little ups and downs i want to play 11 him. guys in the first half tonight that tells me he's searching he's searching he he's searching for combos what it comes down to at the end of the game grant most games fox sabonis murray and monk and then which one other king is playing the best out of the rest of them? Yeah. All right. Busy day tomorrow. Three o'clock, Sean Salisbury. Four o'clock, Jerry Reynolds. Ryan's pregame show at 630. Jerry Reynolds at halftime with us. And then we're back here with the postgame show. You all are the freaking best. Appreciate you. And let's do it again tomorrow. 
Ryan, get some rest, and we'll do it all over again, buddy. Can't wait, boss. All right. Have a good night, everyone. No lighting the beam tonight. Maybe 24 hours from now, the beam will be lit, but not tonight. So long, everybody, and thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.